Have you ever worked with someone who just drove you crazy? Of course you have. That's why they call it work. And it takes work to put up with the antics of your coworkers. 16 years ago, I worked with this guy. Well, here, let's let previous me explain it. 8.48 a.m. at work, having a cigarette outside. Note to self, do not, do not repeat, do not like working with the new guy. His name is Ethan. Very arrogant, pompous, been in coffee for 15 years. I suppose it gives him the right to be, but either way, doesn't make much sense to me. I'm really having a real hard time dealing with this Ethan man. I just kind of want to hit him really hard in the face. He, uh, he just demonstrates his arrogance in whatever he does. Ethan was arrogant. And he had every right to be arrogant. He had been serving coffee since before I was born. And somehow, I was his supervisor. He showed up as this tan, beautiful, like, specimen, all muscular and ripped. He was a a ninja, a black belt. How much I loathed Ethan. Ethan. Oh, Ethan. I didn't like his cologne. I didn't like his haircut. I didn't like the way that he would look at you and then wink to emphasize the joke that he was making or some subtle little thing he was trying to point out. But more than anything, he would would say... can. I don't know. Can you? Someone comes up and says, can I get a cup of coffee? I'm like, I don't know. Can you? And you're like, thanks. And just kind of ignore him. And then he'll say it again. Like, I don't know if you can. Do you have a medical condition? Has something happened inside of your body? Is there something preventing you from doing this? Because if you don't know whether or not you can, you should call a doctor. You should go to the hospital. No, you should figure this out first. This is a huge thing. I hope you can. I hope you can. I believe in you. You can do this. The reason I didn't like him was because I saw so much of myself in him. The things that I didn't like about him, I didn't like about myself. If someone had said to previous me, hey, you not liking him is really just a reflection of how you feel about yourself, I probably would have saved a lot of time in therapy. Welcome to the Previous Me podcast. I'm your host. That's right, current me. Current me talking to current you out there in Eartown. Taking a look back on the foolishness of youth. The antics of previous me captured on the glorious analog technology that is the micro cassette tape. Thank you current you for joining current me to listen to previous me. The poet Mary Oliver died 
the first thing I thought was of the last stanza in her poem, The Summer Day. She ends her poem with this question, Tell me, what is it that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? It's such a huge question. Our time is so limited for such a big question. Tell me, what is it that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? How am I going to spend my time? My precious time. Previous me didn't always make the best decisions, but one of the better decisions that previous me made was recognizing how not to spend your time. Let's hear some of those pearls of wisdom. Standing outside of Lund's, taking a cigarette break, and uh, on uh, Lagoon, a Minneapolis police officer has pulled over someone, and it just brought back all these memories, seeing those flashing red lights, all these memories, horrible, horrible memories about being pulled over. There's nothing worse than being pulled over. The feeling that you get when you are being pulled over is one of the worst feelings in the world. There's nothing worse than seeing those lights come on. Because not only do you realize that you're doing something illegal, but you realize you've gotten caught. And there's nothing, nothing, you know, being yelled at by your parents, whatever, being grounded, not a big deal. But being pulled over, especially if you're doing something really wrong, like committing a felony, that's just not good. And uh, I've done that before, so, oh well. Anyway, I just, it just brought back a lot of bad memories. I'm glad I'm, I'm straight and sober and law-abiding for the most part. And notes. If future me should meet the right partner and together we decide to bring children into this world... I hope that the words of Mary Oliver are just as big a part of them as they are for me. My wish, children, is that you live for better or for worse in the moment, big lives, full lives, and you live with passion, making mistakes taking calculated risks, and learning from those mistakes. Make those big mistakes while you're young, like I did. And then, more than anything, be safe, right? That's part of the calculated risks thing. Yeah, you are going to fall down. You are going to skin your knee. You are going to break your hand, perhaps. But there are just some things you don't need to do. Some things that are too risky to get involved with. Take it from previous me. I need to quit smoking. I know this. Previous me started smoking because you weren't cool unless you smoked. You weren't a real thespian unless you smoked. Of course, I know that that isn't true now, just like it wasn't true 
that. We know these things, but we also think we're going to live forever, which is just not the truth. But I don't, I don't need to give you this advice. You already know that. And truthfully, you shouldn't accept advice from previous me at all. For instance, most of decided that quitting smoking is just too damn hard. So, what I think I'm going to do is just stick to one or two, maybe three cigarettes a day. Three nicotine sticks with 2.5 milligrams of tar is not going to kill me right away, so I feel better about myself that way. And I think by smoking less, it'll give me a greater appreciation for the cigarettes I am smoking and notes. I... I discovered this part of this tape that it's it's all about relationship advice, and it's all terrible. Important that before you enter into any long-term commitment, that if you know this long-term commitment is going to be moving very slowly, but you still want to pursue it because you really like the girl, before the relationship actually starts, I mean, there may be talks of it and so forth, but before it actually starts, go out. Get laid. This is clearly a time in previous me's life where he's just discovered sexual intercourse. He has just discovered what it means to explore one's body and explore the body of a partner. And that is all wonderful, except the way previous me describes those things. Uh, This was the most difficult part of the tape to listen to, and I really don't want to share it. Never settle for second best, unless you just need to get laid. And I know that's sad and sounds terrible, but truth of the matter is, guys have needs too. Yes, guys have needs too. But let's be clear. That doesn't mean that you can take what isn't yours. Consent is awesome. It's important that if you feel a certain way, that you do a certain thing to make yourself feel a whole lot better. And if that involves sucking on someone's nipples or performing cunnilingus... New rule. If you can't pronounce the name of the sex act, you probably shouldn't be doing it or talking about it. You know, whatever. Oh, another thing. Foreplay is unbelievably important. 100% agree. So, whatever you're doing, foreplay, foreplay, foreplay. 100% yes. Very important. Very important. I can't I can't stress foreplay enough. Foreplay, yes. Now, it's going to help keep you in the mood. It's going to get her away in the mood. And then she's going to be the one who's, uh, quote, unquote, Whoa. taking action. Oh, boy. And that's really what you want. That's Oh, the it sounds like that's what you want. For her to be taking action. Uh. And that's... Really, really all I can say about that. Oh, good. Be quiet. <laughs> How embarrassing for that person. Well, I'm not going to go into personals here about last night specifically, but let's The tape is being erased. Previous me or someone else erased this part of the tape. I have no oh, idea. No, oh, no, 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 no. Ouch. But it's a mystery. In relationship. Oh yes, it's also important that you. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's also important that you never date girls who will ever, ever find out about each other. 
Why? That way, if you're lonely and you need a fuck buddy, you can always go back to that one person and you don't have to tell anyone else about it. That, that sounds, person is your little secret. That sounds terrible. It's important that guys have these little secrets. No, it's not. If they didn't, they wouldn't be guys. Idiot. It's important when lovemaking to be the to be the lover, to be you know passionate and and you care for only her needs. That's very important because if you start to care about your needs or getting your rocks off. And nothing good will come from it. Except your pleasure, which is important. You should be pleasing yourself, and in the process of doing that, you are also pleasing your partner. Who, who is this idiot? God, premium. Uh, it's also important to keep your mouth shut when you score and so forth. Because odds are you'll be scoring a whole lot more if you just learn to shut the fuck What's up. all this talk about scoring? This this isn't a, a sports match. These are relationships with real people and real feelings and emotions. Come on, previous me. Stop being a child. Oh, wait. You were. That is very important. Learning when to be quiet. Learning that sometimes it's just best. If you don't say a damn thing at all, because odds are you'll get a whole lot farther, a whole lot faster, if you don't say anything. So when someone asks you, what's the deal between you two? You're like, we're just friends. Do I look like I, I date someone like that? Or she's not my type? Or whatever your lie is going to be. And if you lie, make sure you lie well enough that no one can tell you're lying. And if they can, you can back it up. Being able to not necessarily justify your lie, but lie in such a way that it will be harder for them to catch you. And even if they do, it's not going to make such a big deal because they don't really necessarily care. We'll say. Um, what else? Yeah, it's, it's important that you be yourself at all times and not compromise that. Girls find that very attractive. It's important that you walk with confidence and are positive and upbeat and not let anything get to you. Because people like to be surrounded by people who are happy, by people who enjoy life, by people who um, find the natural beauty and the natural wonders of life. And if you can't do that, if that is not you, and there's a problem there. There's a big problem. Because you're not going to get anywhere. People are going to look at you as negative and not down to earth and hard to deal with or talk to, depressed. Um, another thing is being humble. Not, not talking about yourself. Learning when to shut up. Um, someone asks you about something, and maybe you're really proud of it. Maybe it's uh, actually a very big accomplishment. Don't necessarily go into detail. Just be like, yeah, I got some award for saving a thousand children as they plummet off a cliff. Of all the weird things that previous me has recorded on this tape, the thing that stood out to me when I listened to this, the thing that surprised me the most, the thing that made me laugh out loud and scratch my head and say, what? Who the hell is this? Who's this guy? Is this part right here. 
It's kind of like baseball. How you're, there's a force out between like third and second, we'll say, but uh, the runner keeps you know, going back and forth, but he knows he has to go to third, and the third baseman and second baseman are just throwing the ball back and forth, but somehow he gets by. It, it just happens. And it happens more often than you'd expect. Because that's the way life is. Current me doesn't know anything about sports. How did previous me know something about sports? What happened? You know, things don't always happen that way every day. But when it does happen, it is a marvelous thing. It makes life a whole lot more fun. But, uh, oh yeah, another thing. Don't, okay, we, I'm trying to think of what we covered here. I'll have to go back and review my notes. Um, be humble. Be honest. Little lies here and there are not that big of a deal. So it's understandable. It's okay. It's even, you know, accepted in most places that you lie about some things. Because sometimes people can't handle the truth. They say that they can handle the truth or understand these things but in actuality, they really can't, and they get really upset because you didn't tell them something. Well, that's because they're insane. Um, ah, shit, I got a bloody nose. This is why previous me shouldn't give advice. What was the recap just now? Be humble, be honest, oh, and it's okay to lie. Little lies are okay. Because what, people can't handle the truth? Maybe, maybe we could get better about explaining things through the lens of love and kindness, right? With patience and understanding. And then instead of just writing other human beings off as, uh, as, as previous me said, uh, what, crazy? Called, called them crazy? I mean, come on, we're all in this together. I mean, that's, that's according to current me. Previous me wasn't so sure. Note to self, when you rely on other people, you often rely on unreliability. That's my new philosophy. End notes. But where's the trust? Where is the ability to be vulnerable with other people? You got to do that. That's, that's how trust develops. It's by sharing a little bit here and a little bit there. And yeah, sure, people are going to let you down. People are unreliable because they are alive, living. It's going to happen. And you got to be okay with that. You got to bounce back. That stupid, really cliche thing about, you know, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. There's some truth there, I guess. But let's not get so bogged down, previous me, in the weeds about how people are so unreliable and be all depressed. Let's try to put a happy, <laughs> happy spin on it. Let's be happy, damn it. It is approximately 6.03 p.m. and I'm standing outside Lund's having a cigarette, taking my break. I came to work to find Maria working. Kind of a big shock. Um, I find myself despising her the more and more I see her around. That may have something to do with the fact that when she told me how she felt, etc., she started crying, and that really bothered the hell out of me. I guess I can't really explain it. It's just something I feel, you know? Um, but I think that 
the more and more I'm around her, the harder and harder. Like, all day I've just kind of been really, really frustrated with her. Um, and that is, of course, in part because she started crying, and I can't stand that. I don't understand why she would cause such a fit and start crying and be all emotional, and I just despise that. I like strong people, aggressive people, who know how they feel and then act upon it, you know? I um, mean, she, she acted upon how she felt, but she started crying, and that just frustrated me beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, otherwise, work has been going okay. You should be excited for the fact that someone feels strongly enough about you that they can share how they feel. Sharing your feelings, sharing your emotions is is an act of courage. It's an act of bravery. Being able to trust yourself and how you feel and to be able to communicate that with someone, that's a beautiful thing. So previous me, while you may have viewed that as a weakness and you may have seen Maria's open sharing as as uh, disgusting is that, is that what you said previous to me that you despised it was either despised or disgust I don't know but it was a very strong a strong phrase sharing your emotions is a good thing and thinking about why you feel the way that you do that's that's a good thing too maybe maybe ultimately that's why current me is doing this, examining how previous me and current me are no longer the same, that you can change and I can change. And that's a very good thing to feel.
Get the idea for Trevor. Uh, mail new, $25. Greg Gorman, add the great frame up.